Welcome to Real Talk, Real Women, uh, Arlene. Okay. Welcome to Real Talk, Real Women, Breaking the Silence Around Abuse. If you are not subscribed to the show yet, go immediately to gemasgem.substack.com and make sure to put in your email address so that you know every time we release a new episode. Today, we have an exceptional speaker. She is Arlene, Arlene Smith, and she's going to tell you about your, her story. Just know that such an inspiration, you don't meet that kind of person often. Let's see how all of that goes. So Arlene, can you please tell us a little bit about your upbringing, your story, what happened, what led you to being in a wheelchair, what led you to get up and to now weightlift, becoming an inspirational author, speaker, I mean a true inspiration. I really, I mean, I had everything going in me. So, like, it wasn't enough. And I, like, I, I became really, I hated, I don't like to use that word, but I hated, I slowly hated myself. And I, slowly gave my power over to the wrong people and I like I believe in my heart to my core I believe at some point that all you deserve was negativity and I likened it to like being on a hamster wheel and being in my head against the wall because no matter how it was insane like the more i tried the worse i got and the more i just got to work on myself to the point that i multiple times i tried to commit suicide just for people know and i turned to drugs and alcohol and eating disorder and like self-mutilation and I was living to die and no matter what I did I could not erase the pain of who I was like I like I said I was disgusted with myself primarily 20s and nothing I could do could erase that pain and I, you know, I didn't think I was worthy to even exist amongst the human race. And I attempted to erase myself. And shortly after that, I began placing myself in relationships, whether they were romantic or platonic, where I, I mean, I didn't mind that I was like just completely destroyed emotionally because I felt like that's what I deserved. 
Thank you for sharing that, Arlene. It was really a, a very special part in your life. And those beliefs led you to all this self-harm. And I do understand that. And I know that many people are going to relate to that. Now, when we listen to you, we hear a kind of a speech impairment. What, what is it? Where that, does that come from? How can you educate people about what actually happened? Well, my fifth and number with my final suicide attempt, it was like, it was under pray for help. It was like, you know, I remember thinking the moments leading up to it, I'm done. Like, I went off this ride. I can't do this anymore. And I ended up having a master's 
sure about where Stroke and Bleak end up coming from a while. And like when that came out of my coma, I couldn't move or speak or anything. And I remember it was just awful. And it went full swoop. I could not practice any of these things like my eating disorder and my substance abuse or anything. And I didn't know how to handle life at all. It was miserable. It was horrible. And I was just not, I was not pleasant to be around at all. I mean, it just wasn't pleasant to be around. But I had learned how to deal with life. I hadn't. You know, and it took a while to learn to do that. And what we notice, despite the stroke, despite the coma, despite waking up unable to speak, unable to move, how long ago was that? And, and what happens that brought you back to life and a good life? Well, actually, it's a really cool story. I came out of my coma on Thanksgiving Day. And a lot of people don't know that. But, you know, my family is praying that that's right because it was their intention to go that I'd be able to survive. And they were praying for me that I'd survive. And they, they were having Thanksgiving dinner at the cafeteria. And it just, the doctor told her he didn't know how I just woke up all of a sudden. Yeah. Isn't that amazing? People are praying for you and all of a sudden you wake up. That's amazing. What year was that? How long ago? That was in 2003. I just have been walking since like 2000, late November of 2000. I see that. So I know that not long ago, you got out of your wheelchair. Not long ago, if you years, a few months, I don't remember exactly. You have to tell us that. What happened in your, what shifted in your mind that allowed you to wake up, not wake up, to stand up when you couldn't before? I actually, I was in the wheelchair for a while, and then I was a walker starting. Oh, mainly as a walker starting on Truth at Gym, but I, it was functionally at an already level, and I was kind of walking, like, between, like, 2015, in 2017, and then I just started having physical problems. I wasn't able to walk like I was. I didn't know what was going on, and I had 
pictures of Ruthie and Mariah in 2019 and found out I also had ataxia. And I was like, well, there you go. And but it really is, you know, this is what I'm dealing with. Yeah. It's not going to change. And I am where I am. And what can I do moving forward? Exactly. And when moving forward, today you lift weights. You are videotaping yourself and publishing it on Instagram. You are becoming a speaker, a published author. You just joined the anthology books that we are publishing uh, in the beginning of 2023. I saw that you are also a co-author of an author book. I mean, you are doing great. Everyone can, I mean, everyone has a potential. These just, some people don't realize that. Like, the thing I'm scared about saying is there's only you can't do any of this. Anyone can. I mean, and it's funny, I, you know, I have. Had so many people in the last years say you can uh, believe in the impossible, you can do it. And like when I first got there, really was like, I'm really good to do what professional powerlifting do. I hired a coach, and she always told me. Go, you can do it. I believe in you. And every time it did, I was like, she's right. You know? It's just amazing. And I can, there are thousands, especially women around the world, that after like, I believe in you. Without a doubt, I know you can. And I mean, that just a little word you can do it i believe and those words i believe in you change everything when you believe i believe in you you are rewiring the entire subconscious mind from i hate myself to I love myself, I'm not the only one. She believes in me, he believes in me, I can do it. And then you become so strong because you now feed yourself with positive, strong and uplifting beliefs that truly bring you to your best. And that is truly amazing. I was thought that, like, to be strong, I had to do this on my own. And it came to life. You know, all these people, we support each other. And how, like, when one person encourages another person, it it's, like, cyclical. And it just, it's like, 
the butterfly effect that just dissolves itself. This is what makes it so amazing. And this is true. I remember when I was about 20 years old, I had no idea about the law of attraction, no idea about how thoughts become things. But I did notice that every time you say this is horrible, it becomes more horrible. Every time you say this is amazing, it becomes more amazing. That I noticed but not how much thought becomes things and it's become really real and everything you believe has to come true one way or another. Yeah, I just thought, yeah, I thought about what I, and it was like a self-fulfilling prophecy because I came to realize, like, if I tell myself I can't, then I won't. Yeah, I've kind of put the nail in the coffin, but if I tell myself, if I try, yeah, there's no guarantees, but if I try, like, at least there's a possibility. And from what I remember that you shared with me, you found the love of your life, an amazing person who is truly a rock solid piece of love for you and support every single day. Yes? Yeah, the funny thing is, like, I, when I first started this journey, like, early on, at the first few months, I wrote something, and I forgot about it. I wrote, like, my ideal, the person, the ideal person I'm in a relationship with. And I never, ever thought that would be possible. And, like, well into our relationship, I was doing something on my computer and I came across the file and he was every single thing on that list and I showed him when we like burst into tears because I thought that that is not that's not something I ever thought I'd have in my life When you forget to believe in love and you think that you are not worthy of being loved by the most amazing person, this is a lack of self-love. And when you start to believe in yourself and you build up self-love, you build up self-confidence, you build up self-esteem, then you come from a place of loving yourself and then you recognize your special person as being someone who can relate to you help you support you that you can relate and support in return love in return that becomes a healthy relationship which is truly what you are experiencing what i am experiencing now after the abuse and which is truly amazing well yeah someone who went over that list with me said you know do you have any those qualities yourself and i I was like, oh no, that's why I don't think I will ever get them. And I looked at it, 
admittedly, I have more to someone quite all this quality that's why I'm able to be in that relationship. Look I I now bring those qualities to the table. Exactly. This is what makes all the work we do before we actually attract a healthy person so important because we are indeed morphing into our ideal person so that we are a vibrational match to them so that we can meet at the same level and really bring life together and, and live together and love together. And the irony is that he has cerebral palsy, but he is the most amazing human being. And that is the number one quality I wonder was someone who was willing to meet adversity head on and like meet these things with dignity and grace and you know be kind despite anything in life. And we met ironically when I was doing an interview for another company for weightlifting, for powerlifting, like overcoming odds, powerlifting despite a brain injury. And he contacted me, like, as someone who gave me advice on that. And yeah, it's been, it's, we've been the circle left and since. Honestly, that makes me emotional because it's so powerful, it's so real, it's so beautiful, and it's really bringing the best out of people, looking at what works. You know, my husband, Sasha, this most amazing person I know, <laughs> we all know our amazing person, right? He has come up with a change of word. Instead of being disabled, you are differently able because it's not that you cannot you can but another way you have to find ways around and and just make it work sometimes so much better than a normal able person right <laughs> oh, i'm a big believer and i might have different issues but i'm not broken you know i can still do things they might be slightly different but you know I think that everyone no matter what it is they do they're capable of doing something you know whatever it looks like in their life is different but everyone so many pretty much everyone is blessed in some regard and could do something like they have every potential in the world. Exactly. Arlene, 
people will want to connect with you. That's a fact. I'm sure I know it's, it's meant to be. So we have your email address. This is one thing. And we are going to we, we put everything in the description, making sure that even when you update things over time, we update the description to make sure people can connect with you. So important. So uh, what are your different links? What is the name on your Instagram? Smith, A-R-U-S-M-I-T-H. Ironically, that name came about because Aldo is my cat. Who, I don't know, he's a huge part. That's a story for another day. But he's a huge part of this. And I'm on Facebook, just as Arlen Smith. But I don't know the link exactly. And my, well, I don't want to give up my current email because I have an updated Twitter professional account. But yeah, so just Alice Smith on Instagram, uh, Alan Smith on Facebook right now, and I'll update everyone with the current email address. I found. I found a way to put it, Alo Smith, so that everybody can find you on Instagram easily. And uh, it will be in the description anyway, even if you choose to change it in the future or add another one. Just going to be amazing. Arlene, you are such a sunshine in our life, an inspiration. Keep on believing because this is right. And how good does it feel to be celebrated, to celebrate others, to believe in oneself and to just say, hey, you know what? Yes, you can do it. You can lift weights even though hey, you're still learning how to go around, right? Yeah, like, it's funny. I, you know, that lift of the show you all seen, I... In no way, shape, or form, that I think that was possible. In fact, Steve and I were laughing in the interview. I, I even said, you know, if you said something about that's not something I'll be able to do, and, you know, listen, you're a leader because all these people said, go do it. And three weeks before my first week, I didn't know I could. And my coach said, you know, just try, try doing it. And on my first try, I lifted like 165 pounds. And yeah, that I've only, and three weeks before my need, I, Contact them and switch to the raw open instead of like instead of it's and I was also able to switch to masters, which is for people over the age of forty, and that's I mean I didn't even know I could do that. But despite my coach telling me, you can do it, go. I I mean, I totally shocked me. And at this point, there's no turning back. Mm. 
My God, this is truly amazing. Arlene, thank you so, so much for being here today, for blessing us with your presence, for giving us this amazing interview. We're just going to push you, promote you, and show the world how amazing you are. Thank you for the inspiration.